comes the bride with a knife that's one inch wide. Where is the groom dead in the dressing room? Stabbed in the heart because death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Laura. And I'm Jeremy. And today we are talking about Mother's Day. Mother's Day. A holiday I have no right to complain about, but I'm going to anyway. So how about that? I feel like you have some right. I feel like there's, uh, due to this like weird Pinterest social media world we live in, I feel like there's much more pressure on Mother's Day than I think there used to be like when we were kids. And also because like your kids and mine are so young Mm -hmm. like they're obviously and now they're not even in school so they're not doing anything like themselves for mother's day so it does kind of put some pressure on you to you know get something and make it happen that's true make it do it for the gram or whatever (laughs) that's that's everyone's life now is just do it for the gram because yeah you can't go show anybody all your cool shit that you're buying on amazon when you treat yourself throwback (laughs) Um, I just remember like back in the good old days, like Mother's Day, we like maybe got flowers. I don't know. We couldn't drive anywhere. We'd like reheat old pancakes that were in the freezer to like make my mom breakfast. That was pretty much it. Like, I don't remember us going through like a huge thing about it. I have that same feeling. And you're basically encapsulating my pet peeve for the holiday. (laughs) Am I? I still like have that. You have that what? I have that vibe. Like I don't. It seems like I it's blown up or something, that right? Much. Yeah, I get that. But first, let's thank our patrons, of course: uh, Sarah Air at Sarah's Smile eighty uh, three, Jimmy Fuquay at the Jimmy Fuquay, and Burn at Murderific Podcast on Instagram. You can find us at DeathDoUsPartPodcast dot com and other places on social media. So I don't know about you, but I'm not drinking anything tonight because drinks are for winners and I am a loser. And I'll tell you why. When we bought this house, we have two French doors in the back. And the the day we bought it, I wanted to get a screen door that would go all the way across. So we could open that door, open the top window, put a fan on and it would cool our house off on days like today when it's over 90 degrees in May. And so we di- I didn't do it because it's not that cheap to buy two screens that meet in the middle and latch. Um, it's not cheap at all. And so since we're in quarantine and I'm doing home improvement and projects and stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to order it. So I ordered it. It took forever to get here. UP- Where did you order it from? Uh, from the Home Depot. Okay. okay. Which which was fine. You know, they, they said the it would take a while because of COVID-19 and all that. Totally fine. But then it said it was out for delivery four days ago, and it didn't get here, which I was like, okay, they ran out of time in their route. Day two, it said it was out for delivery, didn't get here. Um, Okay, whatever, I guess, you know. Third day, uh, the UPS driver came here, dropped off two packages, not the screen, the retractable screen door that I've been waiting for for six years. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's just a mess. They haven't been organizing things. It's, it might be on the truck somewhere. He didn't come back later that day. Finally shows up this morning. So on my lunch break, I, I started to assemble it with the mindset that I would just get the frame together. And then maybe later after work, I would I would screw it into the frame. So I got the frame together fine. I, I held it up and I was starting to size it. And it's pretty large because it's two doors wide. And I'm yeah. working on the left side. And I have it actually like in the door frame. And I think, okay, it's probably okay. The right side starts to tilt, but I couldn't reach it in time. And so the right side fell, and now it's it's a frame. So everything's connected. So if you're holding one piece vertically and the other piece falls horizontally, it's not designed to do that. So I see plastic shatter in the top oh, right, no. and pieces fly, and it broke and fell. And I just wanted to sit there and hang my head in between my legs in the fetal position and just not do anything. I was just thrown off the rest of the day. I was so pissed at myself. Can you order like a replacement part at least? Well, two things. So uh, I'm going to try to super glue some of the pieces together because... I was going to say, can you just like hot glue it and... Yeah, I'll try super glue. Um, Yeah. But 
But yeah, I'm going to try that. And I did find on the manufacturer's website, you can order parts. So I'm going to call them tomorrow and see if I can order those parts. If I can super glue it and get it to work for now, it should work fine. Um, I'll just know because it's just, just jagged fucking plastic at the top corner that looks stupid. Um, but yeah, I should be able to super glue it and make it work. So that's step one. Second, order some replacement parts and then I can take it off and, and replace it. And replace the, it. Yeah, yeah, so... It sounds like you needed so, um, so sad. a partner in crime to hold up the other side there. Yeah, I, I certainly did. And uh, hopefully this Kelly reminded me of that, that I could have asked for help. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, I, I was taking my time and, and I, was, I was doing everything real slow, making sure I put stuff in the tracks properly and it would all. And I was about done with what I was going to accomplish because I wasn't going to screw it in. And I was just going to prop it up. And then it fell over. And, and my brain, it broke. <laughs> and I was so excited that tonight would be the night. Because I could have finished it. It would have taken maybe a half an hour to screw it all in. Yeah, you could have opened the door like during dinner and had mm-hmm. like a fresh breeze coming in. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was so excited. So that's why I'm not drinking tonight. Because I'm a loser. But I'm pretty sure there's a different reason that you're not drinking tonight. And that's because you're a winner. Uh, I don't know if it's winning. Um, I'm drinking water as I have been for the past 15 weeks. <laughs> Has it been that because, long already? Yeah, because I, you haven't even seen me in forever. I'm so fat now. I am 15 <laughs> weeks pregnant. What? With 2.0, as I like to refer it as, because all our hopes and dreams are baked into. The second one being the upgraded version. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. Our first child is an angel baby, and this one will probably be the holy terror. But yeah. Well, so, I've told you congratulations, but now I guess officially congratulations. Now that you the real the real life congratulations. Now that it's no longer a half secret. secret. Half secret. <laughs> not, um, not to anyone in in the neighborhood when you're taking a walk. It's not a secret to them anymore. <laughs> No, because I literally, like, I want to say it was, like, week 10, and my body was like, we've been here before, super pregnant. And I was like, what happened? (laughs) That bump popped a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. And I I mean, I'm just assuming based on, like, our son's size that baby number two will probably also be some terrible, ginormous beast of nine pounds, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's why I'm not drinking. That's why I was so upset that um, Nicholas ate my Girl Scout cookie. And (laughs) why I've been crying at like those videos of like old grandpas getting puppies. There's like all these videos on the internet. And it's always just like, there's just like old grandpas and they like their dog died or something. And then their family gets together and gives them a puppy in a box and they're all sad. And the puppy licks their face. This is news to me. <laughs> and it's like this weird subgenre that always makes me cry now. Like I could watch any other sad video and be like, this is stupid, but that <laughs> one gets me. I don't know why. That's funny. <sighs> well, sad, since, sad since it's grandpas. mother's day, uh, uh, this weekend, so by the time this comes out, it will have been yesterday. Mother's Day yesterday, yeah. Uh, I'll give you the floor. You're, I mean, you're pregnant, and Mother's wow. Day is coming up. Uh, let's hear the complaints. What hurts? What's uncomfortable? How many times you've been throwing up? Uh, oh, how's it going? I'm finally past that stage for the most part. I didn't have morning sickness. I have nighttime sickness. So that like. Sucks. Um, it literally like a 7 p.m. Our son will go to bed and I'll be like, I feel like a trash human. And then I guess my biggest complaint is then Nick goes downstairs and plays video games and eats all the ice cream that he's bought and doesn't give me any ice cream because I'm upstairs and I don't feel good. And so he keeps going through containers of ice cream and I never get me. <laughs> he's packing on that sympathy weight, isn't he? Oh, I showed him, I will periodically show him pictures from my baby shower just so he could see like how much weight he gained when I was pregnant with <laughs> our firstborn. And I'm like, do you want to look like this again? He's a very sympathetic person. It's not person, helping. So. I was going to say, it's not, it's not changing anything. He's eating more than I am. He's also eating. He's eating for two. I'm eating for like 1.25. Well, I can speak and... Kelly's not pregnant, but I am eating uh, 
plenty being stuck at home with not a whole lot else to do. Well, we are doing this amazing. So there's this website called Foodimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like basically every single day is a different food day. And so our like larger family unit um, has been participating. And then we send each other pictures of, you know, whatever food it is. So like, a lot like i'm sorry today was what leg of lamb day yeah i didn't um, participate and, in that one <laughs> no although like um Teresa and jerry did which is ridiculous but a lot of them are desserts so i feel like i'm we're spending a lot more time like making desserts than i think we would normally have dessert like i oh, made yeah. a blueberry pie for blueberry pie day um, we have dessert go bad because we have like two desserts stacked up in the fridge we yeah just, what we we've been doing is um like for some like blueberry pie day then i just like dropped pie off at my parents house for them to eat blueberry pie and also to help me get rid of blueberry pie and like uh my mom made a cherry cheesecake for cherry cheesecake day (laughs) some of these are so specific (laughs) um and like she just gave us like a piece of it so then like we're not having to make it every single time because it's a lot of work um, and also I don't have like all that dessert left over. Yep. Like yep. Cinco de Mayo was enchilada day. So that wasn't dessert. Um, oh, yeah. but tomorrow yeah. is coconut cream pie day. Ooh, I don't know if we have the stuff for that. Although Kelly's been planning ahead. So we might, she might be yeah. prepared. I'm prepared for shrimp day. We're going to make shrimp po'boys. This is Saturday. So by the time this comes out, this will have already passed. But if you want to retroactively celebrate, oh, here, I'll tell you what today is. Uh, Monday, May 11th is National Eat What You Want Day. Fuck yeah. Into that one. Okay, here's my mother's oh, shit. Day I am I am going to engorge myself because hopefully by then I'll have fixed this stupid screen and I can celebrate. And you'll like feel better about your life. <laughs> yeah, um, so Mother's Day, um, first of all, I saw this meme about how Mother's Day we're going to be locked down. But then, of course, for Father's Day, we'll all yeah, be out. I saw, I saw the same one. It's probably so typical, true. So true. Um, but also the food for Mother's Day is um, the national food is National Liver and Onions Day, which can I go fuck that itself. Too. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> Bad timing. <laughs> um, I, my complaint on Mother's Day is I don't feel like, like there's all this hype and then I guess people want like big presents, which I'm not really interested in. And Mm -hmm. I feel like what a lot of moms want is just like a break. Like all I want to do is sleep in and then like not have to be the one to do stuff all day long. Like not have to be the one to change all the diapers, not have to be the one to like kiss all the boo-boos and read all the stories and color with all the crayons and make all of the meals and get kicked in the stomach 87 times while trying to read a book. Like, I just want to break from that. Like, I love our son so, so, so much. But that would be, like, the ultimate Mother's Day is to just, like, have a day where I just, especially now, um, yeah, where I no just breaks relax. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. And do nothing. That's beautiful. Um, instead of, like, some ginormous gift. Also, in true Nick fashion, I already know what I'm getting for Mother's Day because he <laughs> both informed me, ordered it, and then won't be wrapping it, as he does with every holiday. I'm sure Kelly has an idea what I'm, I've gotten her because um, I got Shutterfly cards for the grandmas that we just sent out today. So she knows uh-huh. thing, things um, came from Shutterfly. But she also has UPS My Choice, like an account. So anything that yeah. comes from UPS, she sees who the sender is, when it's coming, uh, where the truck is, uh, <laughs> like their GPS. So she's like, oh, you got a package coming from uh, Shutterfly, huh? I'm like, what the hell? Like, I have my own Shutterfly account that she's not part of, so I can order things and she won't get an email notification, but it doesn't matter. Ship at UPS, she knows who's sending it, so she knows something's That's, coming from Shutterfly. We we have one shared Amazon account, and you can do it where, like, you have an Amazon account within an Amazon account, so the other we person have that. can't yeah. see. Yeah. Um, but Nick hasn't bothered to do that. He's just signed into my Amazon account and taken it over. Uh, so he also ordered it from there and sent me an email telling me that it was ordered and being shipped. So, so I'm getting you, so an getting? Insta- I'm getting an instant pot. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked because he also broke my crock pot oh, not wow. that long ago. So like, great it'll be nice to have yeah. a 
Yeah, kind of an upgrade, I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know how, how it works. I've heard good things, so. Yeah, I mean, you can use it as a crock pot, but also, like, everything doesn't have to cook in there for eight hours. It can cook in there in, like, 20 minutes or 10 minutes or mm -hmm. whatever. So, apparently, you can use it as a um, sous vide as well, but um, my husband's so enamored with the, his current sous vide, I don't think we'll be using well, it for that. His, his sous vide is Instapot brand, so it actually might work with that pot. Oh, interesting thought. I didn't think about that. Not sure. I only know that because I got it for him. <laughs> so um so my that was, that's kind of my complaints what is your my, mine's mother's very day? similar I, I, and basically I, I just don't know what happened to mother's day like you described as a kid i feel like we got a card or made something in school um dad would help us maybe get some flowers and then we would help make a meal right we'd help cook breakfast or do something like that and then just kind of you know relax for the day my mom likes to garden so oftentimes we'd just garden for the day and that would be our activity. It was nothing high pressure, nothing big, but somehow now there's all these expectations, uh, especially like multi-generational expectations. And I'm not putting anything, uh, I'm not taking anything away from grandparents, but technically we do have a grandparents day that's not really celebrated. So we could do that, but I feel like the focus isn't on the most recent mothers if that makes sense. Like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess like from my perspective, like I don't care about it that much, so I don't care. And I'm that way about <laughs> I'm that way about Father's Day. Like like if anyone asks me what I want to do, the answer's the same as you. Nothing. I don't want anything. No expectations. I just yeah. wanna have a beer and maybe build something in the garage. That's about it. That's all I want to like, do. Like, I don't mind going out. Like, we all go out to, like, brunch or whatever. And then I, well, I wish we'd go out a little bit later, but I get it. Because on Mother's Day especially, it gets extraordinarily crowded. Um, and there's 11 of us, so, mm -hmm. like, you can't go anywhere. Um, but then I just want to go home and do nothing afterwards. Like, that's it. Just feed me yep. pancakes and then let me go take a nap. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Living the dream. But really, like... All holidays, I think, Mother's Day included, the expectation for, like, bigger gifts is there. Yeah, it's like everything is always has to be bigger and better than, like, the previous years or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it always just has to be more and more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's, like, you're making more cookies, you're doing more holiday activity. Although, like, I love going and doing, like, holiday-themed activities because I feel like it stretches out the holiday longer. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, like... I remember as a kid getting like we'd get like one cool big gift and then get like a lot of clothes and stuff that you needed. Right. Not like a bajillion giant gifts and like the world's most expensive stocking stuffers. And it's just wild now what people like I'm in all these mom Facebook groups and they're like, I spend $200 per kid. How much do you spend? And I'm like, what? No, this year we fucking what? did that. <laughs> well, there you go. You're part happened. of the problem. Am I? Because when that was brought up, and my daughter saw that Barbie house in the store, I guess it wasn't $200, but um, I was like, yeah, but there's also that little Barbie house over there. <laughs> and I, I think Kelly was like thinking about her childhood and how much she would have loved to have that or something, because she was like all for it. And that's usually not her at all. She's like, yeah, yeah, this is discount. Got to have a coupon, all that. And then well, she, like she was we, like all for it. I'm like, are we really doing this? Because this got, is giant. And I'll tell you, and you've seen it. That thing is it giant. It is giant. We got Calvin a fairly expensive birthday present, but I got it after Christmas and it was 60% off. So it was less than half oh, yeah. price. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but anyways, we're going to different holidays now. So let me let me focus back in onto a Mother's Day murder okay, I have. Okay, yes, yes. Um, so this is the um, murder of Sergeant Kevin Spann, who was 35 and died on Mother's Day after being shot once in the face and once in his chest. Wow, efficient. <sighs> so it started when um, his wife and mother of a 12-year-old, Gina Spann, started working at a Taco Bell, um, and she met 
a then 17-year-old named Larry Kelly. Um, so they struck up a friendship that soon blossomed into a romance to the point where Gina invited Larry to live with her. Ooh, wow. Um, so Larry, at this point, I think he was now 18. He was a high school dropout. He'd been crashing at like a bunch of his different friends' houses because he um, didn't get along well with his parents. So he moved out of his parents' house, dropped out of high school. Um, and then he got caught up in Gina's spell and he moved in with her. Um, and his brother was quoted, um, cause like his brother was like, why are you staying with like this 35 year old woman? Um, and he was saying that she slept with him and she gave him weed and alcohol and it was a place to stay. So he was like basically falling in love with her because Ma of this match made in heaven. Wait, isn't that how the tiger King got his husbands? Yes. It's all about drugs. That's all drugs. Well, Gina didn't have tigers, but <laughs> she had weed and alcohol. No, that was the only thing. <laughs> she didn't have tigers. Still an addiction. So but... um, Kevin and Gina, they were separated. Um, however, he was living in the back room of the house because they were having like financial problems and didn't have enough money to, you know, truly separate and live in different houses. Oh, wow. That's awkward. So, um... This went along for a little while, but then having just a teenage lover wasn't enough for Gina. Um, so then her and Larry began to plot the murder of her husband. Um, Kevin was an army staff sergeant, and Gina wanted the $300,000 that she would get from his life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. um, or There was multiple life insurance policies, of which she was still the beneficiary, which... I, I've learned through like multiple of these um, life insurance ones that if you and your like significant other are having problems or being separated, like you should change your policy so immediately. Right? Get rid of that motive. Like, change it so fast. Okay, so Gina planned the murder and then she enlisted the help of her 18-year-old boyfriend, Larry, as well as a few of his friends. There was Matthew Piazza, who was 16, Gerald Holm, who was... 18 and then christopher bargeron who was 16 she certainly had a lot of young men under her thumb yeah so basically what she did is she would throw like these parties and she would give them all alcohol and they'd all like crash at her like weird party house and it was like the, her 18 year old boyfriend and then like his friends who were also high school aged and she just basically convinced them to do this for her um, the murder weapon was actually a gun that belonged to Larry's stepfather, David Best. Um, Larry and Matthew and Gerald had been questioned previously about a burglary um, that had happened back in January um, at his at Larry's stepfather's house. Um, but they just thought it was like jewelry that had been stolen and no one realized that the gun was missing until after the murder. Ah. Sneaky. So on Saturday, May 10th, um, Gina and Larry went to the Royal Palms Motel and picked up Gerald and Matt um, to drop them off at Gina's house so they could try and murder. Um, there's so many names in this. So the kids could try and murder uh, Gina's husband, Kevin. Um, but when they were like ringing the doorbell and stuff, he wouldn't come to the door. So they ended up just like running off and she picked them up later and like took them back to the hotel. Um, so then the next day they decided to try again. Um, so she picked the boys up at the same motel um, and then dropped them off at her house again. And this time um, Kevin Span opened the door and um, they succeeded in killing him on may 11th mother's day um matthew actually who was a 16 year old at the time um shot kevin twice first in the face and then the chest um and they were it said that um like christopher bargeron who was 16 helped with the planning of it and then um, Gerald Holm and Matt Piazza were offered $5,000 from the life insurance money if they would be the ones who actually ah, killed okay. him. Okay. So it ended up that Matt shot him while Gerald was standing right next to him. Jeez. 
So um, it was a little bit of drugs, a little bit of drugs, a little bit of money. And she got these teenagers to commit murder. I mean, young teenagers, too, like a 16 year old. They're so they're so dumb. (sighs) Um, So then basically there wasn't some long, like drawn out search. They figured it out very quickly. Um, Also, 16 year olds aren't known for their. secret keeping intact yeah not not really um so they when they went to court gina pleaded guilty to life without parole prison sentence um to spare herself and her boyfriend larry the possibility of a death sentence so Hmm. they were like well if you go to court we're gonna go for the death sentence and she was like uh jk um so she admitted to directing the the teenage boys to kill her husband um, and then later she went back to court, like not that much afterwards, she went back to court to try and contest her sentence and say that it was too harsh. And they were like, no, you're very solidly de- denied. Please go back to jail. <laughs> um, so then for the boys, Larry Kelly was tried and convicted of murder. Um, so he's also sentenced to a life sentence plus five additional years. Um, Matthew pleaded guilty to murder as well. Um, seeing as he was the trigger man who um, right, yeah. a guilt a girl to key him, kill him, and he's also serving a life sentence. Um, Gerald additionally pleaded guilty and is also serving a life sentence um, because he was present and standing next to Matt when um, Kevin was murdered. And then finally, Christopher um, Bargeron, who was the other 18-year-old, pleaded guilty to conspiracy um, since he was a part of the planning and he received a five-year prison sentence followed by a five-year probationary sentence so the thing that's so sad about this is not only did this woman kill her poor husband um but she also ruined these four four other kids lives um not even to mention the fact that her own she had they had a 12 year old son Oh, wow. Whose life she also ruined because now he has no parents. So she ended up ruining like six people's lives just because she wanted $300,000 from life insurance. Yeah, that's sad. And like those yeah. kids, oh, I'll give you $5,000. That's not like life changing money. That's not runaway forever money. Like, no, they, they don't... it's not. I mean, I think $5,000 to like teenagers sounds like a lot. Sure does. And also like, if they were just high and drunk all the time, I'm sure they weren't in their, you know, total oh, correct yeah. facilities. Yeah. She, just, so. she took advantage of them, their gullibility and their their dependency. Yep. That's sad. Yep. Yep. So what a Mother's Day. Indeed. And of course, the, her own child has to lose his mom on Mother's Day and his dad. I know. Even if they're messed up, you know, if they're both messed up people. Yeah, he never celebrated a Mother's Day ever again. Nope. I wouldn't either. Well, mine is also sad, and it's about a a mother who had her last Mother's Day on Mother's Day. Uh, It's the case of Stacey Burns, which is um, relatively well known, I feel like, based on uh, the information that I gathered. And it's an unsolved murder. Uh, unfortunately. Um, so it's the story starts with uh, her and her former husband, um, Ed Burns. Uh, they, they knew each other over two decades uh, by the time they started to have problems. Uh, he was a merchant marine, and as such, he'd be gone for, for months at a time. And when he returned home, that's when they would butt heads because uh, he felt like he was second in command in his own house, according to something he said uh, and was quoted on. Um, whereas she's the one taking care of the house. So he comes home and, uh, she's been in, you know, quote unquote command. Uh, maybe he should take a little step back since she's been running the house while he was on a ship. But that's my, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, I feel that. Uh, they had a live-in babysitter who witnessed the strain on the relationship over the years. And, and she was actually a, a source for a lot of the commentary around, uh, their poor relationship. Um, and eventually Stacy got fed up. Um, he was very controlling. Uh, he would always have to know where she was at all times. 
uh, wouldn't believe her even if she was telling the truth. Um, so he was very controlling. Um, he sounds like he's almost like gaslighting, like he's doing something wrong. So then therefore he's just trying to blame it on her. That's highly likely. I mean, that yeah. definitely could have been what he was doing. Um, and so she filed for divorce. And in December of 2008, um, they officially became div- divorced. And Stacy began dating. You know, she was she was divorced. They had some kids together. Uh, but she was still trying to find, you know, love. So she met uh, Jim Vedum, who was a divorced father of two. And his son played hockey with her son. So that's probably how they met. Aww. That's and, kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. Their kids were friends, and um, he claimed he loved her uh, even just after like three months. But Stacy didn't want to dive in so fast. He wanted to move in, and uh, she she described to her, her friend, who, and her friend recounted this story that um, Stacy felt like he wanted to move in and be the Brady Bunch, but you know, she had just gotten divorced, uh, been with someone for like twenty years, and she wasn't really ready. To... Plus, she was probably enjoying, like, all her freedom and getting to be in first command yeah, of her right? own household with nobody, like, complaining. Like, she probably didn't want another dude just, like, not being there and then waltzing in and, like, thinking he owned the place or whatever. Right, right. So she was content just dating and having a good time. He wasn't, so they ended up ending their relationship. So now there's two men in her life who were not supremely happy with her standing up for herself. Essentially. And so in May of 2009, on Mother's Day, um, Stacy and Jim were set to go to their daughter's lacrosse game, that, or, uh, t- sorry, a tournament. Um, but Stacy and her daughter never arrived. And so Jim went to the house and there was an ambulance there. Um, and Stacy had been stabbed multiple times uh, earlier that day. Um, her 15-year-old actually discovered her body on Mother's Day in her bedroom, stabbed to death. And police believe that someone entered and killed her while the kids were asleep. So whoever it was must have known like that she had kids super, home. Like super early in the morning, kids asleep? Yeah, super early in the morning. They didn't have a time on here, but I would guess like, yeah. like you know, we're talking like 4 a.m., 3 a.m., something like that. Right. 700 people attended her funeral. That's how loved this woman was in the community. 700 wow. people. Wow. That's a lot of people. A big that's, wedding's two hundred people. That's a big wedding. I was wedding. gonna say that's so many people. This is seven hundred, yeah. Yeah. So that's I mean it's phenomenal. It's kind of speaks to her character uh, as a person, which makes it even sadder of a story. So her ex boyfriend at the time, Jim, was convinced that her ex husband, Ed, must be the killer. So he actually reached out to the police for to interview and absolve him just so they wouldn't waste time suspecting him. Mm-hmm. Suspiciously eager, perhaps? Seems a little bit strange. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that thing where they say people who do crimes like to like be around the fringe or like involved in the investigation because they like to know like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost seems kind of like that. It could be. Her ex husband, Ed, responded to his uh, statement or, you know, his conviction that it was him. Um, saying that, you know, whoever points their finger uh, usually has three fingers pointing back at them. So he was kind of accusing her ex-boyfriend of the time. Right. That makes sense. They're accusing each other. So they, they traced back the timeline, interviewed a lot of people. They found that Stacy had actually seen her ex-husband two days before she was killed when she dropped off their three youngest girls for the weekend. You know, just, you know, they're divorced mm-hmm. and they share custody. Yeah, it makes sense that she would see him sometimes, often. But that Monday after Mother's Day, um, she had a contempt of court hearing um, uh, over disputes uh, regarding money from their divorce. So that, mm. that that's, you know, a possible motive. Um, the night before, she had also gone out to dinner with a new guy, uh, some local guy, which led to a conflict with her ex-boyfriend, Jim, Uh, who wanted to move in together when she said no. Um, He was actually waiting for her outside her house that night. Um, And and the the timeline in this article was a little hard to follow, but it seems like that night um, he he was waiting for her. And in his words, um, he wanted to confront the two of them so that he could ask her, what are you doing? And he said, you could say I was stalking her, but I think I was being her friend. 
What? Uh, okay, so what I'm hearing is like both of them are guilty of being straight white men with toxic masculinity. Bingo. So according to her friends, she had also talked to Jim earlier that day because she felt she had to communicate to him more directly that their relationship was over because he wasn't quite getting that from their yeah, initial Yeah, he apparently wasn't, wasn't on the same page. And again, the timeline was a little hard to follow, but um, when he showed up that night to confront them, um, see, I'm, I'm not sure the article didn't make it clear. It might have been the night she dropped off the kids. So it might have been like two days before when she had this confrontation. But the night before her murder, um, he showed up and watched a movie with her and her kids, and he claims he was invited. Now, the kids confirm that he left at 11 o'clock that night. So he wasn't mm-hmm. there all night. Um, and yeah, but it doesn't mean he didn't double back and no, come exactly, back. No, exactly, exactly. Um, so he was uh, the last one to see her alive with her kids before they all went to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most, both men stand firm. They had nothing to do with it. No arrests had ever been made, and it's still a mystery. But they are both persons of interest in the case that's ongoing. How long has it been ongoing? Um, so she, she was murdered in 2009. So quite a long time. So 11 years now. And I can only guess they just must not have a lot of physical evidence. Um, Yeah. And if he was there the night before, then he was there the night before. Any, any. I'm I'm sure that they have like evidence of both of them, like being in the house and stuff. Cause they were both like involved in her life and everything. So Mm -hmm. there's probably DNA of them all over the place and it like messes up the crime scene. So the the reason I chose this because it was a a mother's day murder. Um, Her poor son found her on mother's day, but there was actually a development in, in July of 2018. That's still ongoing. Um, and her, her ex-husband, Ed, was arrested, but not for the murder of his ex-wife. Apparently, he got into an argument with some other guy, um, and witnesses claim they heard their confrontation. Um, they, they heard Burns actually say that he was going to stab him, and then they heard the man yell from, from the apartment they were in, um, something to the effect of, you stabbed me, like you know, he was yelling out that he actually stabbed him. Um, the man did survive, but he stabbed him with a kitchen knife. Uh, I think it was a 12 inch kitchen knife. Um, and, uh, following the story, Ed was indicted for assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. And he continues to remain a key person of interest in the murder of Stacy Burns. Yeah. It definitely makes him seem a little more suspicious. Cause it's like, Oh, well, like you obviously have a stabbing problem. Right. That seems a, a little convenient. Um, yeah. Now, he did have a cut over his eye, and he claimed that he was acting in self-defense. Um, the apartment did have a lot of blood in it. Uh, the kitchen knife was on the counter with um, the blood of, of the man he stabbed. Uh, and as of the latest article I could find, which was January of 2019, so a little over a year ago, um, no court date had been made yet. Um, that's that's all, as far as I could kind of trace this. Hmm. Um, but it seems like it's not over. It's been a long time. But yeah. they are still considered, um, well, especially her ex-husband, um, you know, people yeah, of interest. Wit- or, yeah, I was going to say witnesses. And I was like, nope, not not the, not the word you're going for. Yeah. And I think because there's, well, I mean, they have multiple suspects. They, they haven't been able to kind of determine who it might be or who might have the motive because they both have motive. So that's the sad story of. Stacy Burns. Hopefully lots of um you know those like at home sleuths who don't have anything else better to do right now cuz they were all stuck at home can put a little energy towards this one. Yeah, like are all the cold cases going to get solved during this pandemic with everybody right? being home and <laughs> reading and listening to podcasts and Like what are you guys doing? Let's, let's let's solve some of this. Yeah, I think it's time to I think it's time for us to get cracking. um so uh, i do have a um mother's day hypothetical murder of course um as always so um a big part of mother's day for a lot of people is getting flowers Mm -hmm. 
Um, I personally am not a fan of getting flowers. Um, I feel like they're expensive to order something that just dies. Yep. Uh, and then also if you're like pulling it out of the ground or cutting it even just out of your backyard, then you're just like setting this flower up to die, <laughs> which is sad, not like romantic. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Good however, point. like the biggest reason that I don't do flowers is because our stupid fucking cat um (laughs) just tries to eat them so recently when they're in the backyard actually um my husband and our son had like cut some flowers off of plants that he was like trimming them back and probably going to cut them off anyways so um and my son picked them which is adorable so i put them in a vase um (laughs) inside our house and then our cat would just like every single countertop I would just keep moving them and she would just follow the plant and jump up on that counter or that fireplace ledge or, you know, the shelf, whatever, and like try and chew and eat these plants. And I couldn't spend my whole entire day just like fucking moving a vase of flowers around. Um, (laughs) So I put them outside and then the wind knocked them over and then I threw them away and said, please, for the love of God, never get me flowers again. (laughs) That's funny. Um, yeah. So, so flowers I, are a big pet peeve for you. But not even due to like my husband, just because our cat is like out to die. I'm not sure. Um, because the, like the big, the reason it's a big problem is like a lot of plants can be poisonous to cats. And so like if she eats, like she'll eat flowers and then she'll go puke somewhere, oh, which yeah, is annoying. Yeah. But like, what if she ate flowers and they're poisonous and then she died? Like, that's true. Come on. She's got our. You all need my, a Beauty and the my... Beast uh, glass case for your flowers. To like, yeah. But then they probably just knock that over and get cut. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They would just not, she would just knock it straight up off the counter. <laughs> um, however, this did kind of make me start thinking about poisonous flowers um, just in general. Um, and so I was looking up, there's so many poisonous flowers that like, are everywhere all the time. Um, but one that definitely seems innocent and is easy to get is Larkspur. Hmm. So this is like a super popular ornamental flower. Um, it's really common. Uh, people put them in their gardens and stuff because they have very beautiful... Uh, the ones I saw were purple. They have very beautiful purple flowers. Um, and then I kept getting linked to all these websites. Apparently it's like a really big deal that cows eat them and like 2% of cows die from eating this flower. So there's a lot of like websites on how to like kill it or how to like make your cows not eat it or like what to do if your cow does eat it, which there's no cure for it. So I um, thought just like one of the cow's stomachs would die and the rest of the cow would be fine. I don't know. No, no, they, (laughs) I guess they must eat enough of it, but they die. That's sad. Um, so basically like touching this flower can lead to skin irritation, um, but eating it is even more disastrous. It's packed full of these potent alkaloids. Um, and before you kneel over from respiratory paralysis, you'll experience excitability, disorientation, muscle tremors, stiffness, weakness, and seizures. So first you act like you're on speed and then you might die. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's a hell of a flower, geez. Um, so another thing that's super popular kind of recently and like on trend is like people doing stuff where they make things fancy by putting edible flowers on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is cake another trend I don't particularly get because they do like I've eaten edible flowers and I've never eaten an edible flower that like tastes good it's still a flower right yeah you're like eating it and you're like it tastes like a flower but like it's edible so i guess i can eat it but like why am i doing this like eating a big big slab of fondant on a cake that's just not good yeah yeah it's like a grassier fondant um so anyways like i don't get it i guess they look nice but whatever so my plan was is that i would make a i would because you know I'm the mom and we have to do everything. I would make myself <laughs> cupcakes for Mother's Day. Um, and I would put edible flowers on tops of the cupcakes. However, on, you know, one specific cupcake, I would put larkspur instead. Specifically, you should do young larkspur, like just blooming, because I was reading that the younger 
a plant is, the more toxic it is versus hmm, an older a plant is. So just for like bonuses, some cute <laughs> little baby larkspurs, um, and then tell everybody that they have to eat my uh, edible flowers. Or Mother's Day, you have to eat my cupcake. Eat my fucking edible flowers. Anyways. <laughs> The end. And then I would just be like, what? I didn't know Larkspur was poisonous. We have it in our backyard. It's so pretty. I just thought it was edible and it looks just like this other purple edible flower. And then I'd get in trouble because they'd be like, you Googled is Larkspur poisonous and read (laughs) beef.com for three hours. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, Yep. That would be our life if we turn to homicide. Yeah, nope. So everyone should know that actually our spouses are probably the safest people on the planet. Yep, they definitely are. Uh, so my uh, pet peeve with Mother's Day is there's you know too much expectation, right? So especially with cards, I'm kind of getting sick of greeting cards. I typically take the kids to the dollar store. That way they can pick out whatever the card they want for a dollar instead of spending between 5 and $7 for a greeting card. I don't know any mom in the right mind who wants a $7 greeting card because it's a waste of money. At least, yeah. At least Kelly would. Well, that's why you got to get the ones at like Dollar Tree because like exactly. at Target, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I Googled death by greeting card just to see what would come up. In my mind, I was thinking, oh, maybe like a paper cut or something like that. They can be majorly infected. Yeah. Yeah. But I found this very unique story. In 2014, a man was arrested for sending his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend, because he was jealous, um, a scratch-and-sniff card, and the scratch-and-sniff part was laced with ricin. First of all, I was like, that's kind of a genius move, because who who would think not to scratch-and-sniff something? Like, what could happen? No, you don't even... I feel like that's something that's, like, so ingrained in our, like, 90s brains... That we would just like do it without even, you'd be like, oh, scratch and sniff. And then like you wouldn't even think about right, it. Right. Suddenly you're getting dizzy and a couple hours later you die. So the card was actually intercepted before it could harm anyone by the police. I don't know how they knew or intercepted it. Um, they have um, drug dogs that, you know, sniff mail like they do at airports. Was it just like random? I Yeah, I think so. They so, just, so this like, guy was really lucky that his his card came in proximity to one of those dogs. I mean, that's, I know that that's something they do. I don't know if that's how they specifically found that one, but, um, um it must be, I, I, I would have to guess. I'm assuming that they just like, like run up and down the, okay. I don't know if you ever, I, you probably haven't, this is a weird thing. Um, I watched a lot of videos <laughs> of like, they train like beagles, um, specifically to be like drug dogs and stuff Mm -hmm. um because they're small and hyper and they have good noses and they're like good at following orders or whatever um and what they do is like for luggage for like suitcases and stuff when you check in your suitcase like this is something you don't even see um they like run up and down the conveyor belts like going past each like luggage piece and like smell it or whatever interesting so that's sounds... just what I picture is like an adorable beagle whose ears are like a little bit too big for his body. And he's like running up and down a conveyor belt of mail. And then he finds this card and freaks out because whenever they find something that has drugs, then their like handler person gives them like they throw a toy and they get to go play for a couple minutes. That's it. And so they get like so stoked. That is you what happens. You can't just go treats all the time because like. Too many people send drugs and they would give that. <laughs> That's probably a good point. They probably do find a lot of bad things in the mail. Yeah, I would bet. Like people just don't think and they just send stupid stuff. So this guy who sent his stupid scratch and sniff of ricin is now facing, and I, I didn't look up the resolution, but he's, he's facing up to 40 years in prison for attempted murder for sending a scratch and sniff card through the postal wow. service. He should have just driven over there and dropped it in the mailbox, like well, in the dude's actual mailbox. If he was as smart as you, he probably wouldn't be in jail by now. Yeah. So my plan is to find a nice, delightful scratch and sniff card, lace it with ricin, and then like you, not put it in the mail, but have it hand delivered. Yep. There you go. 
And that's my hypothetical Mother's Day scratch and sniff nasty murder. Wow, that's smart. I mean, the hardest part of that, besides, I guess, finding ricin, um, but like, where are you going to find a scratch and sniff card nowadays? <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe he made it on his cricket. Very handy, this guy. Oh, there you go. That's that's what you have to do. Um, you just add like a sticker that says like smells like cinnamon and like stick it on there. Although I suppose if you handmade the card and then it got turned over to the police and had ricin, it's you. You're the guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Done deal. It'd be like, um, I'm sorry. So you handmade this card and it just happens to also have ricin on it? I don't know. I, I ordered the scratch and sniff button from uh, Amazon. I, that was the only part I didn't make. Come on. Nah, Amazon's too regulated. You got to get that off eBay. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the only place you can find a scratch. And I'm going to Google this later. Yeah, let me know where you scratch can find a scratch and sniff, and sniff stickers. card. Uh, yep. So you're pregnant. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Can't wait for another nephew or niece. Yeah. And I uh, hope your uh, isolated Mother's Day is a good one and, and we miss you guys. Yeah, you guys as well. We'll probably do a little FaceTime so we can say, hey, ya, hi, ya. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. We'll wave from across the street, something like that. But otherwise, yeah, I hope everyone else had a delightful Mother's Day. Um, if you're a mother or celebrating a mother, but also if you're not, I hope you had a really wonderful Sunday because some people aren't even into this holiday at all for really good reasons. That's true. Like you, you're just forced for into it. <laughs> oh, no, I meant like like Gina, Gina's Spans kid. You know, he's not out there celebrating Mother's Day. Very good point. Uh, for so some people, it's you, a sad day. Yeah, if you need a little self-care, I highly suggest making a blueberry pie because I did and it was delightful. <laughs> Good advice. Um, but otherwise, as always, while marriage is messy, murder is messier. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>